Changing minds one thought at a time. Greetings, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Motivate Social Podcast, where we are changing the world via social media. I am Dr. Akina Finch, and I can't do what I do without my co-host, Vanessa Canterbury. How are you doing, Vanessa? I am great. How are you? I am wonderful. Tell us who we're speaking to today. I am excited for our guests tonight. Um, I have seen so much amazing growth in her since meeting her last year at the Breaking Barriers Unapologetically Conference. And when I tell you what she's working on right now is what's needed, especially what we what we dealing with right now in this in these times. So let's not delay it any further. Tori Smith, are you there? I'm here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Oh, it's such an amazing and honor to be able to finally get to hear the story about what we are about to talk about. So are you ready to get ready to share your story? on this amazing project that you're working on. Yes, 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 I am. All right. So you and I have connected, and um, you turned around and you shared your vision with me of something that you've been thinking about for a long time. And so I want you to tell me, what is it that you're working on, and why did you pick the name of that title? Okay. So I'm working on... Well, the book I'm working on is an anthology. It's a group of therapists that I brought together to write their stories. And let me tell you, that was not my intent at first. So the title of the book is The Heart of a Therapist. My intent was just to literally just write a book from my heart, from my experiences, and from my walk in this mental health addiction field that I have pursued. Um, not knowing at first what an anthology was. <laughs> and when I learned about an anthology and what it was, I was like, wait a minute, I could do that, can I? And so I could honestly say, God has been good. He's been real good on this one because this one has blown my mind. It really has. I'm super excited but about what is what he's doing, how this book is coming out, the stories that are in it, being able to tell my story as a therapist. Um, and the way it all started was one day I was sitting there working with one of my patients and just listening to their story. And, and I thought about, all the other therapists at that time that we sit there, we listen to so many different stories and different issues and different concerns and problems that everybody goes through. And I was like, okay, I think I'm a little burned out now. So that's how it all got started. Okay. So what made you bring these particular authors into the project? They're all coming from different walks of therapy. So, for well, for example, myself, I'm an addiction therapist. And then you have your marriage and family therapist, your mental health therapist, you have your social worker, 
um, you have your trauma therapist and there are so many other different types of therapists, but the young ladies that have, and, they, and Guy, of course, that have joined me on this, they are um, marriage and family therapists, um, social workers, um, trauma therapists, um, and addiction. So, yeah, it's from different aspects aspects of the field itself and a lot of people think that we just sit there and listen which we do but our ha we have to have hearts for this we have to have a heart for this field and if you don't have a heart for this field you can't do it you cannot do it you have to show care and concern for the people that you work with and what most people don't know usually most therapists that end up in this field been through something and you usually gravitate to the thing that you went through. But the thing about it is, I can only say, I never had addiction. And a lot of people are like, well, how do you work with addiction if you don't have addiction? I, and my thing is, do you normally ask a cardiologist if they ever had heart surgery? And the answer is always no. So why do I have to have a passion for something that I never experienced well it's because I didn't have family members um, that have had addiction. I dated people that have had addiction. I had friends that have had addiction. Um, so the story could go on and on from there. Everybody has different experiences of why they chose and to why they chose what it is they chose to work in. This mental health field is very very strict is is so many different components to it that each day is a new lesson a lot of the stuff we do a lot of the stuff we see you can't make the stuff up <laughs> you know one of the things that you we as individuals especially in the african-american community we shy away oh from yes the word therapist right yes. and, and and so now we continue to have these problems these issues these um trickle down effects not understanding our triggers all of those things because we shy away from sitting in somebody's chair we we think that oh, we're not gonna have somebody mess with our brain or have us thinking that we're going crazy mm -hmm. but it's not that sometimes we just need to have an outsider who is an expert in that field that can be able to help us to understand what's going on. Why do you feel that we shy away from it more? I mean, do we really shy away from it more so now than ever? And if so, why do you think that? I think now we have more people getting help, but at the same time, not enough people. Because from my experience, and it's funny that you asked me that, I was just talking about that this week. What I've noticed about African-Americans is that our pride is so high that we don't know how to ask for help or just settle down enough for someone to speak to us about what's going on with us or in our field. Um, just in our communities, in our households, we are taught not to um, speak about it. 
And a lot of times we're also taught, don't say nothing about this. Push it up underneath the rug. You know, don't take this outside the house. It's not for everybody to know. Um, and I found that one of the hardest populations to work with is our young African-American males. They have been challenging, very challenging. They feel um, prideful. It's a lot of arrogance. Um, and they don't want to open up. They just too scared to open up. And it just, and I don't know if it's because they're talking to another African-American female or male, but one of the things I noticed just from my observation this week alone, this week alone, is that they seem like if they come to me, I could say the exact same thing my white male counterpart said, but they're going to go to the white counterpart versus listen to what the African female counterpart says. And I'm speaking from my experience and myself. So I'm not, I'm still trying to understand that piece there. I really am. And I was just like, wow, interesting. Um, I don't know if they think we're going to judge them or what the situation will be, but it's hard to get African-American males to even talk about their situation. You have to continue to dig deep. You have to ask certain questions and they'll skate around the answer or they will change the, the answer up or because they want to make it look good. They want to make it seem like they're hard, like they got it. Everything is all together, although they're sitting in your office. You're like, you came here for a reason. Why did you come? But yet, they don't tell you the real reason. And there are those that I work with and that I actually start to feel again because a person that has addiction, you're, they're using because they don't want to feel anymore for most part. They're using as an escape route. But once they start to heal, they start to feel again. Now I got to really work on the issues at hand. Oh my goodness, they don't want to. And when I start to pull it out of them, whatever the topic is, whatever the situation going on, I'm pulling it out. Uh-oh, now you're crying. You're feeling again. Yeah, you're getting healed. They don't want to come back to my office. Why? Because they started feeling now. And I don't want to feel. I don't want to deal with the real issue at hand because I buried those issues for so long. I buried them for so long. I want to go back to my comfort now. So it, it's been a, it's, it's interesting. Wow. I mean, I could see where this could be frustrating as well as rewarding because mm -hmm. people who do actually open up and uh, trust the process and they get a breakthrough, I'm sure that's probably amazing as well. Yes. And so I'm 
assuming that you tell these types of stories in the book as well as your therapist? Yes. So uh, tell us a little bit about what we're going to expect. Well, one thing I'm, <laughs> from my perspective, you'll get more of my career experience in the field. The experience from working uh, from homeless population to nonprofit population to for-profit to private practice. And all of those aspects of it and my challenging experience thus far is working for a for-profit where you're the African-American therapist in the building and you made it to the top or you thought you made it to the top and now you get um, slandered or brought down because you're not the right color. So a lot of my heartache and my pain came from that era and not giving up the course, not wanting to continue. Um, I wanted to go there. I wanted to explain my story working in the healthy human service field. How it's so hard to do working for corporate America versus private practice. So my story comes from that angle. There are other stories that come from a more personal anger from the trauma experiences that some of these ladies have experienced in their life. Um, and coming from the different walks of just dealing with families in general and having that voice and having that line of communication that's open. So you're going to get a, ooh, a variety of different challenges and issues and a lot of good, rewarding um, aspects of it all at the end of it from a therapist's point of view. Hmm. I'm loving this. I'm, I'm excited about what's going to happen because again, as I stated that we, we don't hear from much, especially from our African American community, especially our men. And to be able to get some better insight on what you all deal with on a day-to-day -day basis um, I'm, I'm ready to read that. That's what got me going because we need to know, especially again, what's going on, um, right now. And so many people are dealing with so many things, uh, from now losing their jobs or, or loss of income or reduced income. Um, oh. you know, some, they, they say that the, um, domestic violence rate has went up. So all types of things um, that people are dealing with, it could be, this book could really, really help a lot of people. So I thank you for um, pushing the envelope and moving forward and taking the vision that you have and you took it to a whole nother level. And now that you have these co-authors that's going to be coming on um, to be able to share theirs in a couple of weeks, that's going to be amazing. So thank you so much, Tori. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You are so well. So my thing is, the next thing is tell people how would they be able to 
uh, find you on social media so they would know um, how to continue to follow you, how they could be able to get the book. I know the book is going to be coming out uh, fairly soon. Just let them know so they could be able to continue on supporting you because I know that a lot of people will need to read the stories from these authors so they can be able to have a different perspective. Yes. So um, you can follow me on social media. Look for me, Tori Hatter Smith. You can also go to my website, ebscounseling.com. All of my social media pages, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Just look for Tori Hatter Smith. I will pop up. Um, look for the link, the heart of a therapist.com. That will be coming out soon where you can order your book. Um, the first week of August, the book should be coming out. And also coming out with the book is the heart, um, journaling from the heart. That would be coming out as well, because that way you would be able to write down and be encouraged what your concerns are at each page would give you an affirmation per day so that's just another little um reward there to get the book so if you don't mind just go to the heart of a therapist.com wonderful wonderful thank you so much tori for coming on today and sharing about the book and sharing your story i know that it touched many people and as a closing word, uh, before we close out, I want you to reach out to that therapist that wants to branch out into writing, wants to branch out into social media, wants to branch out to being known and getting their name out and the journey that you went through through this. How would you encourage them? To take the leap. Don't look back, look forward know that you could do this be encouraged whatever is laid on your heart to do know that you could do it um and just don't allow fear to get in your way don't allow fear to get in your way because one of the thing about therapists we allow fear to get in our way and we don't even realize it at times so don't allow fear to get in the way and just be encouraged and knowing to take the next leap Wow. You can't go wrong with that, Tori. You cannot go wrong with that at all. Um, and, and many people who don't know, Tori was um, a person who said, hmm, and was a little hesitant. But the greatest thing about Tori is that she did take that leap. So that alone is commendable. So I, I can't wait until you become that best-selling author. We're claiming that yeah um, when your book is coming out uh, so stay tuned because the book will be out you need to have that book in your hands and sit down and have um it, it's like a book that you could be able to sit around and have a conversation with your loved ones it's yeah. an eye opener that's that's the best way to put it it's an eye opener so i i'm honored i'm honored and i'm excited for you thank you thank you and one of the things i've learned is just by speaking with a lot of my clients and patients, they're excited too. Because a lot of times they don't get that opportunity to learn who we are. Mm -hmm. They don't get that chance. And so they're excited for it to come out. And all of them is like, well, Tori, let me know. Let me know. I was like, I'll let you know so long as it come out. So 
this book here is not only just for therapists, but it's for those that we work with. It's for those that are going through the training to be a counselor. It's for the teachers to share that's in the different colleges and universities. This is just a great resource to have, I believe. And many people could use it. Many people could look at it and learn from it as well. Well, that is a great place for us to end tonight. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Please look out for Tori Hatter-Smith on all social media and, of course, the website. Be on the lookout for The Heart of a Therapist. It is coming your way very, very soon. And please make sure that it makes it all the way into your hands. So with that being said, please, please listen to this podcast and many more on Motivate Social our podcast. We are everywhere at Change Your Minds Online, on social media, as well as our website. And we are making this information available so that you know what is going on around you. So until next time, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.